Hey, what up, what up, you all and listeners? Uh, welcome to episode six of the All In Podcast with the boys, and this is the Boys Network. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Boys Network. Go look us up. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, today's church, and uh, I'm also going to give you a little background story on me. So uh, it's going to be a good, good episode. Stay tuned. It's kind of like uh, just really just human nature, like anything new, you know, that we don't quite understand, we, we tend to fear, you know, and then, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then, you know, like, like from like moving on from there, you're like, what it does is like whenever you hear something new that, that kind of resonates with you, but you haven't heard before. Yeah. You're like, Oh, and then like you start going back and you start thinking about all those other times, you know, yeah. like all the other times where you thought you were so right. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, and then like it kind of starts mm-hmm. breaking down, you know, like the, kind of the fabric or like the the bedrock of 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 you know how your brain's been trained for all those years and then you're like oh and then so like it's a scary thought you know because like it's almost kind of like wow i i I don't know everything you know yeah well that's the difference between between people though is like there are some people that their brains light up when it comes to a a new idea Mm -hmm. and something new to learn or whatever kind of almost whatever there's a bunch of people that when something new comes into their equation or whatever, like, they, no, they no, freak no. out. So they yeah. just, you know, get it away. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that goes against everything <clears throat> I've ever been taught, you know? Yeah. 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 And that fear is another thing that I don't like about the church mm-hmm. is how, um, is how the church tries to bring young people in, uh, at least on through my experience. Okay. Uh and I mean you've seen you've seen it a lot. Like uh like uh there was that dude I think back in the twenties or whatever, you know, sinners in the hand of an of an angry God. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yes, I do. Yeah. I remember and, I don't remember everything about it, but go ahead. Yeah. Well it was just it's just your typical like, you know, your sinner and fire and brimstone. Fire and brimstone type of gotcha. type of talk or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I don't. One of the things I don't like about church is that they try to. They well, they're not trying to. This has just been something that's been going on for so long. It's normal. It's normal. Yeah. What is it? And uh, you, you kind of almost end up scaring kids into into believing. God. Into believing. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, yes, yes. And uh, that's <clears throat> that's so bad. Yes, because you know what it does from the very get go. Oh my God! It it makes kids think that it God's a mean God. No, 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 no. It might. Mm. Well, it could or whatever. Mm-hmm, because it's like, oh my goodness. Like, like if you scare a child into thinking like, into thinking or having to do something possibly, like if you tell a child you have to do this mm-hmm. or, or, you know, this, you know, this negative thing is going to happen, they're doing it out of fear. Yeah. But then like, yeah. but then like whenever you, whenever you bring a young person into the body of Christ through fear, mm-hmm. for one thing, God is the opposite of fear. <clears throat> you know, yeah. faith is the opposite of fear. So you're already starting off on the wrong foot. And then. So because they say, because they accept something in fear and not because, you know, they, they like had a genuine conviction from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden they can grow to resent that feeling of, yeah. you know, I'm only here because my mom and dad took me here and like, and like, you know, I'm only, I only serve God because, you know, if I don't, then, you know, X, Y, Z is going to happen. And instead of them having like a true personal experience with the Lord and actually coming to the mm-hmm. Lord on their own. If you scare them into it, that's it. You're already starting off on the wrong foot. Well, my my point of view on it though is is once you you scare them into Christian Christianity, mm-hmm. and l- listen to the whole thing real quick. Sure, it, it's hard to scare them out of it. 
Okay. Not like saying that like I hear you. That like uh people need to be scared out of Christianity. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it keeps people's minds closed. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Okay. And from the get go, <clears throat> you get people operating off of fear, mm-hmm. and not through the love and the mercy and everything else that comes with that. Yeah. You don't start it's, off with that. Yeah. You start it, off with like, oh, I have to do this. So rules and regulations. I don't. So it becomes a selfish motivation. Mm-hmm. And then people's minds out of fear, people's minds get closed off. Yes. And um, that could be another way in which like the, the church is just so un like closed minded these days. Yeah, they are. They put and, God in the box a lot of the times, you know. And I think it I think it comes from from that initial emotion of being scared of the do's and the don'ts or whatever. Right. That then keeps that programming in your mind from being right. able to open and, and and listen to something else other than just what the pastor says about which I I mean, I don't know. That's getting kinda Yeah. yeah. Well no no, like I, I completely understand what you're saying though, because mm. you're like if, like if you scare them into it, and like yeah. you said, it's you know like it's hard to scare them out of it. I, I knew what you meant by that. Okay. Like 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 whenever, the scaring them out of that aspect comes in, like you said, what what that really meant was. Whenever something else is new, or you know, like whenever something new is introduced to them, yeah, like what it's we hard to saying. scare them out of their old habits, basically yes. of uh, yes. of what it is, basically. Yeah. You know, so I understood that. Yeah. Like, you know, and like, just to clarify for all the listeners, we're not trying to say like, you know, you should scare your kids out of Christianity. That's not what, yeah. what, what Kyle meant to say was like, scare them out of the habits that they've formed from the get go. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Because like, <clears throat> um, okay, sorry. My, I had my thought and it just, and it, no, just you're good, you're and good. it just went away. Um, but like, um, my view on cursing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if I, continue to have that scared operating out of fear, closed minded mind or whatever, I would still have the, uh, can't use these words that they're, cause they're bad right. type of thing or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, which how many languages are there? Oh God, dude. Uh, that's man. Google's for free. There's gotta be like, uh, okay. There's gotta be, th- there's 126 countries. I, I think, Right, but they all roughly speak something similar. There are currently around 6,500 languages in the world. 6,500? 6,500 languages. Um, the country with the most languages and dialects is probably Papua New Guinea, a country on the border between Asia and Australia with historically numerous trade relations in large parts of Asia, Australia, and Oceania. That's or crazy to Oceania, me. wherever it is. That is crazy 6, to 6,500 different languages. That just proves my point even more, how that the, the sounds that we make with our mouths, because mm-hmm. communications, like what I was saying, is just a highway. It's just yeah. a highway of information. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that out of 6,500 different languages, that there's a good eight words in each? A bad, yeah, a bad word in English is probably means like duck or something. And, 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 you know, like the F word in English probably means like, pyramid <clears throat> well i know, just mean like there's there's 6500 different ways to say the f word yeah so you mean to tell me <laughs> yeah, you true. mean to tell it's me true. that 65, that, yeah. that yeah. there's uh 6500 ways to there's 6500 different sounds that to are form one word that are sinful 
Yeah. What? That yeah. just doesn't. That just. I don't know, man. That just doesn't. No. Make any sense yeah. To me. Yeah. I mean, like, I understand what you're saying. Because they're just they're just sounds. That's all this is. Like, yeah. like yeah, I understand what you're saying. We, you know, you grow up with whatever your mother your mother language is or whatever, and you know, speak it fluently. So this is how our thoughts operate. Right. Is through this language. Mm-hmm. And. <clears throat> It could have been could have been Spanish, bro, dude. I said sixty five hundred, and like a whole new like jolt of energy just jolted into your body. You were like, you mean to you like man? You, I thought your I shoulders. Thought, honestly, I thought maybe there was like eighty. No, sixty five hundred different languages, man. Today, that's cra- today, yeah, that's crazy. And like and like from my perspective, like you know, like what I was talking about, like the F word that in probably, English, you know that that word we all know what it is. Mm. Um. That same probably means like that's same. I was gonna say, bro, like <laughs> like that same pronunciation of it, and like uh-huh. one of these sixty five hundred languages probably yeah. means you know, like I said earlier, pyramid or you know, pineapple yeah. or yeah, you know, wagon. Well, I know, uh, and then you know, and then like you hear it, and you're like, hey, yeah, you know, that's a bad word, and and the, and the guy's like, dude, it, it means wagon, you know, where I'm from, like, like, what do you mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So and that just goes back to me talking about like it's more about the intent of what you're yeah. saying and versus well, like, well, I mean, it, it it really goes back to you saying like it's it, it's just a highway of information, it's just a highway of information, yeah. And so that's how I'm how I'm how am I conveying this this information to you, mm-hmm. you With, know? Yeah. Am I trying to like be negative and tear you down? You it's know, all about the w- emphasis. W- it's all about yeah. It's all about how you're emphasizing the intent. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made the intent on it. And uh, so w- those noodle places, the pho noodle places, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, there's probably uh, another oh, I'm word. Sure, dude. I'm there, sure, bro. In, I, I'm I, I don't, sure, dude. I don't know if that. that's Japanese or Chinese. Or I, I don't know whatever. No I'm pretty sure they have a. Just look at the menu. Have an extra sound. Just look at the menu, bro. I'm sure there's something somewhere. You're like you want me to fuck real quick. Oh yeah, and you're like you want me to have a what with peas? No, man, I ain't doing that. Oh, with carrots too, man. This put, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. like you know that word with whatever else. Not yeah. like just look at the menu, bro. Don't, I'm sure there's some where you you read it and you're like, whoa, yeah, man. Like you know that's, you know that yeah. means this in English. You know, I just but can't. like but like to them, it's like not nah, it. It's noodles, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I, I completely just can't understand what you're saying. Wrap my head around too the fact that words which are like not even inanimate objects. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some it's an idea. It's just an idea. You know, yeah. it lives in the. In the gray. Well, well not can, only how can that be bad? It's yeah. You know what well, I mean? It's bad because we've been told it's bad, and yes. like over generations on generations on yes. generations have said, "Don't say this word." Just like generation after generation after generation, we've scared our kids into scared our kids into, into church. Yeah, it's true, man, and that's so sad, really, because I think like yeah, digressing back to that, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean like whenever you scare a child into into walking into the faith, it's it's. Uh, I, I personally believe it. It opens up uh, the possibility of them, one, seeing God as a mean God, you know, that's going to punish them if they don't, and two, it it opens up the door for them to automatically resent the idea of it. And know? the worst part about it all is the doubt that comes with. Yes, all of that. yes, and then and then like as they get older, you know, as they become adults, mm-hmm. this is how a lot of you know. They were once, you know, very devout Christians as young kids. This is how a lot of them end up slipping away from the church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're 35 years old. You know, they wake up and they're 35 and they haven't read their Bible in 10 years, yeah. you know. And yeah. it, it, it happens yeah. a lot, you know. Yeah. It yeah. It's a lot. The, 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 the sad part about it is, is, <clears throat> is like, you know, you're faithfully going to church and whatnot, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90, 95, 99 
I don't know, we'll say 90, just to be generous. 90, 90% of people that go to church, that's all the Bible time, you know, throughout the week that they get, just yeah. when they go to church. Yeah, yeah, typically. And it becomes very clan-like. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so then there ends up being, like, <clears throat> like, no room for, like, playful debate, you know? Yeah. Which is important. Playful anywhere. debate. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and like uh, that's where that's like a playground for growing, kind of almost. And it goes right back to like using that muscle too, Mm -hmm. you know, which will then make people stronger in the word too as well. Absolutely, yeah. And there's not any growth in in the church because of a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. The only type of growth we see in churches is the all the big ones that big letters and pretty colors over here and mm-hmm. there and it's real show like or whatever yeah but more like a real substance exactly dude i was literally just watching a youtube video about that about really? a pastor saying that like all these mega churches nowadays they're all after the worldly aspects of running a church they're all after well you know like they're all after how many people are showing up you know what, mm-hmm. what the tithes are looking like is the yeah. smoke machine oh working? my gosh it's becoming you know? that just light bulb it's yeah. becoming just like the like the insurance industry. Yeah. Like yeah. They're and just the wanting numbers said, to come in and out. Yeah. And like, and like the pastor said, you know, Hey, you know, you know, it looks great. You know, you're putting on a show, you know, the smoke machine looks awesome. Cool. Cool. But where's the substance at? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because I mean, like you can walk into like a mega church. That's not necessarily like that has like very little to no substance mm-hmm. and feel like you had a real encounter with God. And maybe you did, you know, to a certain extent, but if there's no substance to go along with it, that's in my opinion, playing church, you know, that's yeah. where, you know, that's where playing church yeah. comes. Because like, I mean, if you're just looking to entertain the crowd, mm-hmm. you know, just have them go to a, you know, just have them go to a concert, you know, like, you know, you don't need smoke machines and all that stuff in a church. It, it It's about substance. And it's about us being able to come to the church and renew our minds daily mm-hmm. in the word. Well, like not day. Well, you're supposed to renew it daily, but, yeah. but you know, like whenever you go to the church, it's supposed to renew your mind in the word of God, you know? over and over and over and over and over and, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's supposed to be a safe space where we can actually talk about real issues and and compare these issues to the word of god yeah not you know how big are the letters on my projection screen or you know how much smoke do we have you know how much yeah. you know yeah. hey guys you know starting off with tithing you know y'all you know you're gonna reap what you sow brother i mean like most churches that i've went to that's the first thing that pastors talk about is how much money are you going to give me today before we even get started and it's like i mean like i understand but at the same time, like tithing is supposed to be just, it, 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 it's supposed to just happen. And yeah. like, you know, the Holy Spirit's supposed to move and then you're supposed to, you know, feel felt to give. And honestly, I can't, I can't really remember because I spent most of my childhood in one church. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I take that back. I spent most of my, like my adolescent time in one church. And that was at South Point. Oh yeah. I remember and them. I remember right there brother, off brother David would bring up tithing at the end and that was pretty much it. Yeah. 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 And uh, um, he didn't really. There was a couple times where he was kind of like, <laughs> "This place <laughs> has to keep, yeah, <laughs> you know, this place has to keep his lights on, guys." You yeah, know? which like like from that aspect, I understand. Yeah, but but like yeah, we got bills to pay. Right? So yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But like, but it, it's just like it's like everything in life, right? There's a silver lining to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's always a there's always a thin line between you know yeah. this and that, and. I feel like a lot of those mega churches, they're just, 
it's more for clout than anything. It's more for like, ooh, you know, you know, we added forty five new members last night, or ooh, you know, you know, that's more tives. And I think it's, it's like, a lot uh, like social media. You're just trying to, yeah, dude. You're just trying to get some extra to clout, man. Your, your 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 followers, contestants. <laughs> <laughs> what we're trying to do right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. pretty much. But like, you know, this is a podcast, so like, it's different because right. you know, like, you're yeah, talking well, this about is the more like God. just a an an organic experiment. Um, time between me and you yeah. that we've decided to share yeah and yeah. and see who comes along with this yeah pretty, pretty much, much pretty yeah. much yeah and like i've been pretty you know i've been pretty open about you know like i just i want to keep it really really organic and i want to keep it really really original yeah you know like i don't want to you know I, here i am talking like we're going to be like like podcast icons in like 20 years which who knows you know god's a big god but uh i want to keep it you know where our, our listeners actually feel a personal connection with us. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like to the point where like if they figure out, hey, hold on, have we told our listeners where our podcast is located? Uh, on the internet. On the internet. Okay. So we're not going to tell them exactly where we are, but maybe at some point, but like, um, not like address, but like, like we're in Texas, obviously. Yeah. But like, you know, that's good enough. Yeah. That's good enough. But like, who knows? Like, if we get a couple like really close followers or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're in town." Like, I'm talking about like like, you know, people that listen to us a lot. You know, like, hey, you know, we're in town, or you know, we're in this, you know, we're in this town or whatever, and like, you know, we go get a drink with them. You know, like I want it to be possibly, you know, like you know that kind of personal. You know, eventually down the road. Well, not but, not to bring this guy up for uh, uh, I don't know if you know what's going on with Stephen Crowder or whatever. I do know what's going on with Stephen Crowder. Okay, yeah. well, I'm not trying to like, anyways. But like, I like what he does when he goes on on, on campus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, we could like do like a like a open mic like <laughs> podcast or something. <laughs> I like the whole change my mind thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, kind of, but just like have like an open mic thing. Like we give like someone like ten minutes to just come on and talk yeah. to us or whatever. Yeah, and we'll put it up. You know. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. At Maybe. some point, we need to start making some videos. But yeah, well, once we can, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, once we can get the stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, um, all things in time. Oh yeah, for sure, all things in time for sure. But now, that's, that's a really good point you brought up, dude. Because a lot of a lot of kids do get scared into it. Yeah, know? man. Because like, not only like they have all this <clears throat> church camp and and which is great. Yeah, yeah. You know, but there's always a time at that camp or at least one night out throughout the week where they'll do the whole, you know, hell talk or whatever. Yeah. And hell talk and then altar call. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have these, uh, hell houses. Have you ever been to one of those? Hell houses? I think that's what they're called. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. It's a hell house. At church camps? No, not at church camps. Oh, okay. I was like, like, man, bro, what kind of church camps are you uh, going to, dude? Like, there's different organizations that, like, they'll rent a space and, like, set up their hell house or whatever in the thing. And, like, it's a – sometimes churches run it and run some, too. What kind of, like, a visual representation of what they think hell would look like? Well, it's like like a play almost. Okay. But you go from – you go from, like, room to room as Uh a group, right? And they have different groups that will come in behind you and they'll – go to the room that you were just in or whatever and then those people will get ready to do their little little play or whatever huh. it's like a, they'll act out whatever they have going it's 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 a story okay and, okay and uh 
they'll act it out, whatever. And okay. You go to the next room, and it's either continuing the story or it's like a different story that all adds up to something or whatever. But it's all like mainly that same idea of like just trying to scare kids into scare kids into yeah yeah into <laughs> believing. It's a it's 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 a it's a Christianity horror story that's trying to get more follow, people to follow Christ. Gotcha. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, they're pretty depressing, to be honest. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. dude. See, see, like my mind went to like decorations and like props and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I meant like like to the extreme, you know. Some, like depending on which ones you oh, go yeah. to, they're, they're oh, okay, it's kind of okay. like going. It's kind of like walking through a haunted house. Oh. Some of them. Oh. Yeah. Dude, that's not a good way to introduce kids. Dude, no. That's one. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, and then they have like this whole like. Like, uh, if you're not sure about your salvation or anything like that, whatever, make sure to, you know, come to the other room or whatever. No, and like, I mean, like, I, I get where they're coming from because hell is a real place in it. And, you know, like, it's, you know, it, it it's going to be way worse than whatever kind of hell house, you know, like, whatever kind of example a hell house could give you, hell's going to be a million times worse than that. Mm-hmm. But, man, there's, I, I feel like that's more, that's more kind of like a, a technique that uh, I don't even want to say technique, like like a way to convey the message more for like the person that's kind of either backslidden maybe, or they're kind of lukewarm about it. Like, you know, they've already been introduced to Christ, you know, but not like right off the bat. Like that's, I don't know, man. That's yeah. Just, yeah. And, and well, that's how it, that's how it is with some of them. Oh, like, dude, like, no. uh, like, you know, some yeah. teenager will, will like, Hey, you know, friend at school, whatever come with me to come to this and whatever you know maybe we'll go get pizza afterward or something mm. we'll come hang out at my house afterward or something yeah. or whatever and yeah and we can go check out the hell house like no yeah <laughs> i don't yeah. know man that just that just not that ah, man the church has got yeah. better than that man which i mean i i <clears throat> see the pros in it yeah, because I mean, it, it 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 can give it, you a visual it's representation, like a dose of reality. Yeah, almost, for sure. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's like a slap in the face almost. But I think the long term uh, effects on your spiritual walk with God. I think. Yeah, because if it's all the not a fear, then it's not. I think. Yeah, I think that that uh, that's where it has most foot. of its repercussions as later on down the line, mm-hmm. which can cause a lot of people to you know pull out mm-hmm. completely. Um, be angry mm-hmm. with God because you know, they've been they've yep. been dealing with so much uh, yep. confusion and um, doubt, you know, because uh, they didn't necessarily have their moment be organic. Right. It was so. forced. It was, yeah. It, it it was a very uh, what's the word? It was a very manufactured mm-hmm. moment, and it wasn't yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like I remember my first like actual true organic experience with the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. I was 16 years old, mm-hmm. you know, it's was, it was like when I had my first like true, really, really like, oh, wow. Like, you know, like I could feel the whole, like the Holy Spirit's presence was so strong. It would, it like, it was almost, almost drowning, but in a peaceful way, you know, I, like, uh, it was actually in Colorado. Um, you ever heard of that? Uh, it's called Desperation. Uh, no, but I've no. heard of like, uh, uh, they have like a men's thing. I can't think of what's called right now. Debo's been on it. Mm. Well, this is like, uh, it's like a gigantic youth group. 
mm. of like all these different churches from like all over the U.S. But then they and then they all go to this one like huge, massive mega church in Colorado. It was in Colorado Springs, and uh, it's called Desperation. I don't even know it. It it might still be going today. I don't know. Sounds but, like church camp. Yeah, yeah, but like, did y'all stay there at all, or was it like a quick turnaround? We stayed there for two days, I think, two or three days. Yeah, yeah. So we got a hotel and all that stuff. Hmm. But yeah, um, actually, I actually went on that with uh, my buddy Justin, who, who, which you know, I grew up with Justin. But uh, yeah, that was, uh, gosh, I think I was fifteen or six. I think I was sixteen at the time. Yeah, and that's when I like really, really had my first like true, like you know, because I obviously you know I was raised Christian, and you know my parents did a great job raising me, you know. <clears throat> they always gave me an environment to where I could, you know, mm. seek the Lord kind of independently, you know, cause like they didn't really, they didn't, they didn't push a whole lot of stuff on me. You know, they would educate me and then they would just kind of let me be, you know? So they made an environment to where I could, you know, really develop a relationship with God. But I never really, like I knew of God and I felt like I, I, I still had a relationship with him. It just wasn't really a defined one. And then that, experience really put me over the top like that was like oh wow like that was the hey i'm real i do love you you know i have a plan for your life hey you know mcfly you know anybody home you know mm. and like oh okay okay so you really do love me you know yada yada and like that's really i feel like that's when my walk with christ really started you know mm. so and like but it wasn't a hell house <laughs> you know yeah. like you know it was it it was completely 100% the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and, and therefore I like, I don't have lasting, you know, repercussions of like me fearing, you know, cause I didn't get started off in fear. I got started off in faith and love. Mm, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've had, I've had, cause like shit, man, I went to church camp every summer since, since seventh grade at the same one since with the, the same church, time. <laughs> yeah. you know, so that's six years straight. Mm-hmm. And uh, every summer, and uh, um, it always kind of depended on who was the speaker for the week, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And that's kind of where we got our. Uh, uh, all right. Well, what's what's this year going to be like? Because sometimes we had like the same guy like two or three years in a row, and we we're like, "All right, well, we Here know we exactly what we're going to get from this guy." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Pastor Tony again. <laughs> and one of them, one of them, like uh, <clears throat> he like. Almost kind of like I don't know, man. He came in so hard with the whole like health oh. thing and trying to scare scare kids and stuff, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was always on Wednesday night. Wednesday night at church camp. If if you if you get there on Sunday and you're leaving on Friday or, or Saturday or whatever, mm-hmm. Wednesday night is the is the let's scare the kids into into Christ night. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would like he would hit hard like you're you're burning you're burning you're burning ah you know like like oh I'm my talking gosh, like. Dude. <laughs> Like, yeah, like get that man an Oscar, huh? Wow. Yes, yeah, red face, oh, sweaty man. up there. Yeah, getting right back into it, and then he mm-hmm. would mellow it out and be like, and then, and then, oh, oh, and then, oh. yeah. but there's, Jesus came to there's save. peace. Yeah, so you can you can follow the peace instead, and whatever, then, uh, whatever whatever it is that he would then, say. Like, two minutes later, yeah, oh, oh, burn, yeah. you're burning. You're, yeah, that's. But then, Dude, like, like we, the we had another roller coaster for those kids. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Now looking back at it, it's like, Dude, what are you doing, man? Good yeah, like, you're, like yeah. messing with undeveloped brains and all their brain chemistries all over the place, dude. Like, yeah, relax. man, you're messing with 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 individuals that don't have a, a grasp on reality completely yet, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So of course, of course you're gonna get a bunch of people, you know, crying, walking down to the thing, or finding a a counselor. I don't want to be burning, burning, burning. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. like I mean, like I said, like I I see where they're coming from. I really do. Like I get it. I get it. I do get it. But don't lead off with that. You know, mm-hmm. like that's more for like the people. That's more for. It's important that God. It's such a. It's such a gray area, kind of, because like, the kids need to be educated on what it is for sure. Yeah. But like, don't go like in the full on like theatrics about mm-hmm. it. Like you know, because like from what you were telling me, all they were missing was basically a play in the background of somebody you know fake burning. You know. Well, no, like, it's it's Lord. always like a story. Like the there would be like this girl's dealing with a with an abortion problem. Or, and then this dude's dealing with, uh, I go to parties way too much and drink or whatever. And, uh, um, then somebody else is like, you know, the Christian in the group or whatever. And they all dealing with whatever that they deal with or whatever. And they all end up going to a party or whatever. And they all get into a car crash and they all die. Oh, okay. So painting the story. Yes. And, uh. It didn't do anything that time. Didn't it? No, I, mean, I sure felt. Like I I heard it, but um, anyway. But uh, yeah, and then it'll show like, oh, these two kids are in hell, and this one kid is in heaven, and she's sad because her friends aren't there, and they're sad because they're burning, burning. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> dude, oh my god, what a but yeah, <sighs> but like. Not not only does it like, uh, like do the whole scare you into it or whatever, mm-hmm. but it paints like a really bad picture for like, um, your choices. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, um, you were drinking. That's why you went to hell. You know, you were hiding this baby from your parents, this pregnancy from your parents, and you were thinking about aborting it. That's why you went to hell. You know. Yeah. Because they gave these. They didn't just give these kids attributes of not having that relationship with their own internal spirit and with God. They gave them extra attributes of, you know, sinful behavior or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, they didn't, yeah. God looks at the heart. You know, it's always a condition of the heart. Yeah. The I mean, so I'm, I'm going to like, literally I'm going to mess up to the day I die. Like, yeah, and I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna hopefully continue to grow wiser, but be better. Than literally, the day that I die, I'm gonna do something that's messed up. Probably, yeah. Yeah, well, and it's I mean, just we're all. I'm gonna have too many Cheetos, and that'll be that'll be the, la- the that'll be the straw that broke the camel's back, or whatever. And that's me Cheetos? being a glutton. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or it'll be something stupid. Yeah, you know. Like, I mean, like the biggest, the biggest thing that Jesus wants us to know is that no, no, you can't live up to my standard, but I'm going to curse out my grandkids. I love you anyway. And I, you know, I'm here for you anyway. My blood is sufficient enough, you know? And that's, wait, what'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say? Curse out your grandma? Grandkids. Oh, grandkids. Okay. I was like, man. On my deathbed. Yeah. Good Lord. Don't. Jesus Christ. Kyle. I'll see you in 60 years. (laughs) Dude, that's oh no, that's snorted. That's almost that's so bad. It's not even funny. Like that's just that's awful. 
Mm-hmm. I'll see you in 60 years. Don't bring me a postcard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you're not screaming like that on your deathbed. I, uh, really hope, not. I hope not either. Man, that sounds. That's, that's not good. Sounds wild. I mean, like, can you imagine the kids walking out afterwards? They're like, well, how did it, how'd it go with Grandpa Kyle? And he's screaming again. He screamed at us <laughs> <laughs> again. Yeah, in the brain. This should be your kids, dude. This is Eli. Yeah, he, he yeah. Yeah. That's Pop. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, man. That is funny, dude. Good Lord. Yeah, no screaming on deathbeds, man. Yeah, they're going to be like, well, some things just don't change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, dude. 6,500 languages. I'm still looking at that on my laptop. Anyway, um, that's, that's pretty crazy. That's 6,500 languages is nuts, man. <coughs> but yeah, you know, actually kind of kind of speaking of the whole like fear love thing, um, you know, so like for those of you that don't know, I used to be in a motorcycle club, a red and gold club to be specific. I mean, I don't, it's kind of a if you know, you know type deal, but uh, no, hell, I'm just going to say it. It was a not quite a bandito support club, but we wore the colors. So, but uh, <clears throat> kind of like what Kyle was talking about with uh, the whole being scared into something versus, you know, being organically brought into something. So, like, whenever I first uh, joined the club, we weren't we weren't a red and gold club at first. We, you know, and I, I organically, you know, grew to like that club. You know, like I wasn't, you know, like I wasn't forced into it. You know, like it was my choice you yeah. know, type deal. Well, it was more just like a family friendly hangout exactly. type of thing. Yeah, we, yeah. All, we it started off as just like a we. Yeah, it, it wasn't even an MC. We, at the we time. like to just ride motorcycles and hang out type of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it wasn't even an MC at the time. It, it, they were actually classified as an independent organization. You know, just an iorg. And uh, I, you know, organically fell in love with it. You know, because I was like, man, you know, you know, this is really cool. You know, you know, like I get to ride my bike, and yeah. you know, you, you know, like really just the camaraderie of the brotherhood, and and you know, me just being able to ride my bike. Yeah, know, yeah, with say with the, other people, your, the camaraderie, and then you're 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 establishing your nerdiness with the with another group of people that have the same nerdy thing that I do. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and so like you're, oh, cool. You know, they like the same stuff I like. You know, and then uh, I mean, I was patched in for. Um, two and a half years. Yeah, I was gonna say two or three. I was around. I was in the MC world for about three and a half years, almost four years. But I was patched in for about two and a half, almost three. And uh, originally, our colors were black and white. Um, which I'm not gonna get into all that. Opposite of what Bandito colors are, but uh, <clears throat> you know, like starting off, I it was truly an organic experience. You know, mm-hmm. it was something that I like. I, I mean, because I was really skeptical at first. I was like, uh, you know, you know, because Jake went and I was like, oh, no. And then like one night I was like, sure, why not? You know, I'll I'll go out with him. And like, and like, I'm also a brand new rider at this point. Mm -hmm. So I still have a 750 shadow. (laughs) Like, you know, like, you know, I pull up and, you know, all these other guys have, you know, road glides and street glides and road kings. And I'm, you know, here I am on my, you know, little Honda shadow of a 750. Like, it can go 92 tops, you know. So I'm like, which is uh, which is way too fast to begin with. No, anyways. not at all. It's not fast enough, man. It's not fast enough. But uh, oh man, if if my mom knew how many times I hit one ten, one fifteen on that Harley out there, I mean I've told her 
but I haven't told her how many times. Mm-hmm. And if you knew, you'd be upset. You'd be really upset at me. But anyway. I believe it. Um, oh, dude, I've had so many close calls. It's insane. Um, so, like, you know, the the whole experience really for me was extremely, you know, extremely organic. I fell in love with it really fast. You know, it was one of those things where I was like, you know what? You know, I, I, I spent about a month hanging around. You know, I went out, um, met everybody, you know, and I was like, you know what? I like this. I like this. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And then, uh, we were good for a while, you know, uh, we were, we were our own club, you know, we, we didn't wear anybody's other specific colors, you know, oh, you're good. Um, you know, we still, we were still our own thing, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, well, the whole idea was, um, for our safety, which there you go. That's red flag. Number one. For our safety, yeah. we are no longer going to be, ra- you know, rocking the the black and white colors. We're going to be under the. We're no longer going to be independent. We're going to yeah. We're no longer an I org. We're well. We'll see. First, we were an independent organization. Right. And well, the, from the very beginning of the club, um, they were a one patch club, which is just a box. Yeah. You know, and then from there, you move on to um. A t t shirt box and then a three piece club, which is you know you know like the actual three piece rocker. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, then from there, the next step after that is becoming an MC. So we became an MC, but but we still had our own you know we still had our own uh, our own black and white colors you know. Yeah. So and then after we were an MC for um a certain amount of time, we were now eligible to be. Not just an MC, but possibly a red and gold MC. Mm-hmm. And then we switched. Um, we went from that to for our protection. We started wearing. You know, we were we were put under the bandito um, umbrella of support, if that makes sense. And that's not what I signed up for. You know, and yeah, you're just inching closer and closer to yeah, and like yeah what like what started to worry me was like a lot of the other members like they you know they wanted it like you know half the club wanted it and, and half the club didn't like whenever the whenever the announcement was made our club went from like 70 strong all the way down to like 40 something in like a, a month a lot of people said no you know this this is not what i signed up for you know but me i had already spent so much time and money and just blood sweat tears you know and i had worked my butt off to get those patches so i was like all right, I'll do it. You know, it was a very kind of like we were talking about earlier. It was a kind of a like almost a scared like oh you know like you know you need to do it because like it was a rush decision. You know, mm-hmm. like it like like one like because we were getting told different things like oh it'll never happen, and then all of a sudden bam we're red and gold, and I was like okay, um, well I'm not just gonna give up, you know, because you know I've already I've already come this far. Yeah. You know, and then uh, what I found out <clears throat> was in that world, man, it's 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 the opposite of. I don't want to say too much, but like it's the opposite of what you would deem as love. It's very cold, mm-hmm. very calculated. There's rules, there's protocols there's it's almost like you have to become a different person like whenever i would get off work i felt like i was going to work 
afterward. You know, it felt like another job to me. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, which 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 you're ultimately saying you felt like it was another set of responsibilities. It was another set of respons- it, it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, it became a job. It became like a. It became ha- a burden. I have to do it this. became a. Oh my god! Like le- oh yeah! Oh like, whenever you put the colors on, you're required to go to stuff now. It's not optional anymore. You know, and that's what all the older original members liked about it was, oh, you know, it was everything was optional. But when when people don't feel like when 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 folks feel like you're not forcing them to do something, they naturally most likely want to do it on their own, you know, because they feel like they're making that decision themselves. Mm. Well, not with those colors on. You're not you're going to you're going to do what they say. And uh, that whole process of me, for one, you've known me for a long time. I mean, do you know me since you were what, 12? Yeah, it's going on 15 years now. Yeah. Do I I don't really take orders well from anybody. I mean, like uh, I No. Like 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 I don't, neither one of us. Do. I'll be respectful of like positions of authority, like you know, bosses and all that kind of stuff. But that's not what I meant. What I meant was like I'm not going to have another grown man tell me what to do and think he can talk to me a certain way because he has a certain patch and I don't. None of that shit matters. Any that does not matter to me at all, homeboy. It's about respect with me. I don't care. I don't care if you're a bandito. I don't care if you're a support club member. I don't care if you're a, a prospect. If you treat me with respect, I'll give it right back to you. If you don't, I'm not going to give you none. That's just how I've I've always been wired like that. And that's what I ran into a lot. Was you know, I didn't say hi the right way. I didn't follow the protocol the right way. I didn't I didn't introduce myself correctly. And like, what's even more crazy is like the protocols that I was being told, I I get told one thing by certain people within the red and gold world. This is what you're supposed to do. And I would go do it. And then guess what? I got in trouble for it because that's not how you're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, well then how, how, how am I supposed <clears throat> to do supposed it? To do you know? Mm-hmm. And you couldn't win for nothing. And you know, we were the new kids on the block, so they were probably trying to test us a little bit. But I don't do well with that, and I don't have my face well. I've almost gotten in trouble several times, several times, you know. But uh, I said all that to say it just kind of goes with the example of being scared into something versus organically wanting to pick it. And, like, you know, organically I picked the club originally for what it was. And then the whole red and gold thing was the kind of, you know, got scared into it type deal. Yeah. It, it didn't work out. You know, and uh, that world, if you're a regular citizen and you've never, here I'm sound like an FBI agent. If you're a regular citizen, if you're a regular citizen and, you know. If you're just a normal person. Just a normal person living your regular <laughs> every life. Every day go to work. Every day go home. to work, nine to five, you know, kids, wife, whatever. That world, man, it, it's a, uh, you can't even fathom what it's like. It's literally its own existence own set of rules, own codes, everything. And no love. I mean, that's why I call them motorcycle gangs. I mean, it's, that's well, what it's like. It's like being in, in a gang almost. Yeah, but we weren't a gang though. But we were we were truly a club. Now, yeah, yeah, now, I, I, now, you I know, know. There, there, most there, people are, don't, there are gangs. Most people don't exactly. know anything about what exactly. you're talking about. Exactly. So like, so like if most regular folks see, you know, someone with a, you know, with a patch on their back, they're going to think, oh my God, it's a gang. It, it's not, you know, not all mm. of them anyway, for sure. <clears> but, all the love in that world is conditional. It's uh, 
if you pay your dues and you follow the rules and you say what you're supposed to say, you're good. Mm-hmm. One fuck up though. That's a problem, you know, and it'll get handled. And it's like, and it's like, you know, I've seen, I've seen certain, it, certain instances where brothers turn on brothers and they get other brothers 86th, which means, you know, completely, uh, you know, not, not taken out, but, you know, out yeah. bad with no contact. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I mean, you can be a red and gold member for years and then you have one bad mistake and somebody has it out for you. You know, you could be in the passion for a decade and then you make one mistake, you know, and, and somebody that's ranked higher than you has a problem or a vendetta gone 86 out bad, no contact. Man. That's not brotherhood. And that's why I got out. Cause I was like, you know what, man? Like, and like still to this day, a lot of them don't even talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I talked to one, two, three, four. I talked to five of them. Yeah. At one point we were 70, almost 80 strong, you know? <coughs> And well, I brought up your your my, my bad. No, my you're good. Bad. I mean, I'm interrupting. I mean, I'm, I'm interrupting. Like, no, no, good. I mean, like, like I pretty much just set off to say, you know, that, that that having things happen organically is always, you know, the healthier option yeah. for you know, like, like not just for accepting Christ for for anything really in your life. So, yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and chase yeah. after the love, not at the just conditions. like all the uh, all the uh, just the artificialness of this world in general mm-hmm. it's just it's just not healthy but anyway so that that's why i, I brought up your tiktok earlier mm-hmm. was uh uh because i i went to send you uh a tiktok the other day um yeah yeah and uh it has your name and then right underneath it it has the the whole your uh, mc tag or whatever oh does it still say s yeah, Does yeah, still I, say? I, that's why okay. I didn't say nothing. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> but okay, yeah, uh, I need to change that. Yeah, I need to change that bad. Yeah. I that shows you how much I'm on TikTok. Oh, dude, yeah. it still got my picture up, doesn't it? Yeah, mm, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna change that tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly forgot all about. And that. And then I don't. Uh, that made me also think about you know, like your. Okay, so your WhatsApp, <clears throat> um, thing or whatever your name on there, or whatever is it still? What it. What it was? Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't be, no. We can say my name, dude. I, mean, I was SCK Stroker. <laughs> like, but, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. No, no, I think I changed it. You think you no, changed it? No, 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 it still is because Steve Steve will say Stroker, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, so it is Stroker. Well, in, because you're saved to my phone, my contacts, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it has you on, uh, on there is what I have you saved in as. So, like, oh. I didn't know what the hell Steve and them were talking about for the longest time. <clears throat> well, 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 you remember, man. Uh, I, I think it was the first uh, fantasy draft, wasn't it? Steve was like Stroker, and I looked at you and I was like, oh, "Does he know that?" Oh like, yeah, like, how does he know that? Dude? Yeah, and you were yeah, like, I forgot about that. <laughs> you were like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, so you looked at me I like, "Oh, sound the alarm!" But then I, you know, I was like, "Steve, how'd you how'd you know that?" And he was like, "It's on your, it, it's on the, it's on the group chat." And I was like, "Oh, yeah," but does it still say that? No, you're huh. the top one. Can you read it? Mm. Oh, you don't see that? Oh, oh, the top oh, oh, oh. one. The very top. Brad went a meek. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So everybody in here is that's saved into my phone is, you know, 
That's yeah. what they saved in as my phone. So that's yeah. what it comes up on my WhatsApp. Okay. Okay. I got yeah. you. But like for everybody else that is not saved into my phone, it's what their WhatsApp thing is. It's what their WhatsApp tag is. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, dude, my mom was so blown whenever she was like, Stroker. I was like, how did you know that? I was like, dude, have you been following me? Like, are yeah. you... Yeah. Are you are, are you in a club? It's <laughs> like I was out. I, I was mind was blown, dude. But uh, yeah, TikTok, man. We need to get on. We need to get on TikTok. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. Once Eventually. we once we start doing video and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. But yeah. Hmm. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, leave. We don't have a like button. The hell, mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all, folks. Uh, <laughs> share with a friend, your boss, your uh, <laughs> coworkers, uh, your nieces and your nephews, uh, a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>